Jellico cats. Jellico cats. Jellico cats. What the fuck is a Jellico cat? I wish I fucking knew. <laughs> hey, welcome to Fitch Pod, and on today's confusing episode, we're gonna talk about cats and how it could have been better. <laughs> so, Molly and I. Hi. Are. We are not fans of the musical, um. But fans of the bizarre and the why was this made type of questions of this world. So we thought it'd be a dandy old idea to go to Cats. And it was a mindfuck. It was great. You should all see it. I highly recommend. Molly has signed herself up on a very ambitious deal to get over a billion dollars for a Cats <laughs> We need more cats. And right now, they haven't made enough money to make making cats one worth it. (laughs) So, (laughs) right now, I think we're sitting on a pretty good, there will never be a cats too. But, they're canned. It still has a week left in theaters, and when we saw it today, the theater was packed. The theater had an amount of people, and I will (laughs) say that a middle-aged woman got up and went, well, that was wonderful. So, they, it's got that going for it. A nice Karen out there in the world was like, that was good. And I don't know what that says for us as a country, but... Karen and I are going to single-handedly bring back cats, too. But, basically, today, we have a solution to the worry on everyone's mind, which is, what would cats be like if it was good and not a garbage fire that hurt my eyes and soul and soul. So, uh, we have some pitches. Molly's just going to enhance all the parts that were already so good. Yeah. (laughs) While mine's going to be a complete redux because God, oh God, oh why. (laughs) Oh, should we, should you explain the plot of the Okay, I will. So basically I'm going to spoil cats for everyone and you're welcome. (laughs) Um, cause now you don't have to see it and you can just picture the good version. So... (laughs) Basically, the idea is it opens with a new little cat that gets thrown out of a car. And then all these weird garbage cats <laughs> come out of the garbage and they go, Jellico cats. And then they sell, sing a nonsense song about what Jellico cats are, which are contradictive and stupid. And then the rest of the film is just an introduction piece of every single cat introducing itself as we find out that there's this old cat that is the only good part of the film, which is Judy Dench, because Judy Dench ain't gonna wear no fucking mocap suit. So <laughs> they gave her a real costume and it was gorgeous. And she was the only one who didn't look terrible, and also Ian McKellen, I would say. Yeah. They looked decent. And Ian McKellen, I actually have a theory okay. r- really in- the app store. I fucking hate Siri. <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay. We'll either cut this out or it's going to be a part of flavor text. Apple Watches, not even once, kids. But Ian McKellen actually, I think, had a great moment where he had a meltdown. Like Historically, he's had a meltdown at the Hobbit set where the green screens killed him and he said it wasn't real acting. And if you look at Gus the Theater Cat's song, it's him mildly accepting that modern ways of story and being old is okay because you can still be part of the art it's very interesting and i actually like that part it's the only part i liked (laughs) uh but basically all the cats keep doing these weird long introduction songs also the old deuteronomy cat played by judy dench can pick them to go to magic heaven 
of cats. The heavy side layer. The heavy side layer, which is a terrible name for heaven. (laughs) And there's an evil cat played by Idris Elba, who's the most disturbing creature in the whole fucking film. And his song is terrible. It's sang by Taylor Swift. It's really bad. And he has actual magic that he runs out of at the end of the movie after he gets defeated, I I guess. That was dumb. Um, But he captures all of the cats that are introducing themselves, so he's the only one left. And then they convince the magic cat, who's been a bumbling fool the whole time, who suddenly becomes a god after he gets he gets the confidence to transport old Deuteronomy back after he gets captured. And now um, this old mangy cat girl, played by Jennifer Hudson, comes in, and the n- young baby cat who got to meet everybody just for this first night said, hey, let her sing. And then she sang Memory, which is probably the beautiful song of the movie and she gets picked and then that's it. And then they, and then Judy Dench stares at us as the audience and gives a bizarre monologue staring into our souls for five minutes while canonically all the other cats keep looking at her or around her as if a part of this weird ritual is that every year old Deuteronomy stares off and talks to the God directly, which is the viewer of this piece of entertainment it's insane. She tells us that cats aren't dogs. That's like half of her thing. Yeah, it's really fucking stupid and insane. So from there, uh, my my pitch will start, and then we're going to hear Molly's, and then we're going to review each other's, and then we're probably just going to, you know, kill ourselves. Um, <laughs> but basically, my pitch is that, I guess to start, I will explain my views on the play itself. It's better as a play because plays don't have to have this set movie structure of having even a really a point the point of cats is the point of the performance you know that's why like the dancing and the music is so int- weird i don't know why the mu- the songs suck so bad honestly that's just theater i guess like let's be honest hamilton though captivating isn't really like the best music out there and like there's a lot of other plays like there's not not every song in Wicked is a banger. Like, it's just the truth. So I always wanted to say that kind of going in. But my overhaul is going to be, like, a loosely inspired Cats m- movie. You know, like, it's still going to be, like, this whimsical musical, but I want a complete overhaul to the songs making fucking sense, rhyming, having a lyrical structure, adding a lot more power to it as well of, like, I don't know. I feel like if you get the people who wrote the Frozen songs, I feel like you can really break those into being actually something you'd actually want to modernly listen to. And I want to transfix it where we take these more cat-like creatures where the intense, like, creepy CGI that they did in this film is not what I'm going for. I want to go for a far more, like, almost, like, cool cat-esque like genazi look which is a dungeons and dragons thing but if you're listening to this nerd podcast you might know what those are and it's this more like tribe of like cat people in this mystical kind of like dungeons and dragons style town where it's modern enough that there is cool shit around and there is like populations of people and stuff but there's this mysticism of like of like a musical like festival of some kind where like this old elder means more of old deuteronomy who comes out of like their their decrepit like um cave in this mystical on top of the mountain and they actually when the person wins at the end of the time and they're picked for the trial they um ascend the mountain with old deuteronomy only to be ascended to heaven at the top of the mountain and make it a far more interesting mystical weird thing so i would 
make the villain of this far more dark sorcerer character who seeks to almost and i'd even have him not be a cat person but more be a true outsider who seeks to steal the right to go to their promised land being not part of their culture make a little bit of commentary there of basically Ooh. like i reap the power i deserve all as this intruder you know and there is this idea of like because he is like that he has broken the perception of of like new people and intruders to the to the society enter in Grismeralda the dejected cat that's like you know treated like a monster but she just comes from a different place but she has no intention to steal and that will actually make this far more unique thing at the end where old Deuteronomy picks the outsider who fought not to steal the right to be here but but not but instead earns it and Grismerelda, through that case, becomes our protagonist. Where Grismerelda's been living in this town for years and has been treated like this bastard creature. Maybe she's like almost like a half breed creature. Make a little bit idea of like the race mixing stuff of like she is half man and half Genazi. So she actually looks more humanoid in nature, and people look at her like an abomination. Cat dog. Um. Oh, I don't know about <laughs> cat dog. That's a funny idea, but maybe you can add that in yours. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, it's and so basically in this there's the show of all the different notable people um, in the town and so like the mayor is um, this the fat kind of James Corden cat but he's not as gross or weird and he's just more of like I live in the lavishness of the land you know and I feel like really gonna play up that all these people are take for granted the luxury they live in of this like fantastical town and world you know like the weird jason delurus cat that basically just wants to fuck everything his song is going to be a lot better where like i want it to be more of almost like the if the no no one fucks like gaston song from beauty and the beast <laughs> yeah. was actually a little bit like still in the jason delurus style of actually being a sexy song you know so it's actually a little bit more like hey it's got the weird hip-hop pop vibes and he he like takes for granted all those around him and i think we can have I do like the idea that the only other purveyor of magic, he's treated a little bit like he'll never be as good as good old Deuteronomy, um, is the um, Mr. Mephistopheles or whatever his name is, where he's a, a young practicing magician, and the only other known magic users are those who embody the full good, old Deuteronomy, the cat of the chosen gods, and then the um, weird dark wizard guy, Mr. Mr. Nah, what is it? Fucking McCavity or whatever his name McCavity. is. McCavity. Yeah. McCavity also, I feel like would just be changed to a different name or it'll cause like, fuck that name. <laughs> like fuck Mr. Mephistopheles. Honestly, old Deuteronomy is the only one I like the name of. Also Gus, the theater cat, I'm cool with as well. And I'm going to keep Gus, the, just the theater cat, the same thing where Gus, the theater cat actually comes from even a bigger town. And now he's fully washed up as the old man who runs the tiny theater in a land he thought he'd never return to but the rich is washed away and he's the sad old cat man and he is like the father but i'm gonna add a like a effect if he's the father figure to the young mr mistopheles guy you know yeah yeah rather than the dismissive way, way they showed him in this film where gus didn't really appreciate the fact that mistopheles helped his final performance you know and uh, at the end, this dark wizard guy comes in, and he actually, I think dark shit happens. Maybe if we want to have this have a little bit gravitas, a darkness to it, is that it's very clear that because his life is coming to an end and he can use the time to live again, Gus was going to be the selection of Old Deuteronomy, but um, McCavity 
kills old Gus when he comes to capture old Deuteronomy. And so Gus the theater cat dies. Then it, that gives a bigger reason on why um, Mr. Mistopheles will prove himself and bring the cat back. And this other new, like, and this interesting thing is the more of like the young and the young cat that gives us our center point of like the circle and stuff is that she can be a young like daughter who's come, come back after. And it's not that she's as new, but it's more of like she is experiencing as a grown woman for the first time after growing up there, you know, yada, yada. And we have her that she's reconnecting with the wizard cat boy where he used to be the fun trickster kid. And um, at the end, everyone's happy when the old, crazy, decrepit lady sings memory. Because I think <laughs> we can keep it like that, honestly. No, maybe not. I feel like you need to edit. You make it a power ballad, but memory would maybe even have to die i don't really have any reverence for the actual play i just took the elements of the few things that seemed kind of cool um i'd cut the fat lady cat with the crazy bugs because oh, that was insane um the thief cats i feel like you could do something with of almost like they were her the the young cat girl whose backs old friends who are now like very much hoodlums and criminals and they actually like they think everything's a joke and you could still even have they they help the old wizard guy because they're like hey he gave us some coin and we thought he really not we didn't really believe in his dark magic shit who cares you know and that's the thing and those all these interesting little things but that's my version of cats where it's a weird fantasy story epic with little bits of magic and still music it's still a magic musical it just sounds more fun and whimsical to me. Your turn. All right. I've got grand plans, but yes. actually they're not that grand. So first off, I think they need to explain stuff better. What is a Jellicle cat? I'm still lost. There were like four songs about it. Still don't know. Secondly, I wish we had more backstory on Grizabella, whatever. Yeah. They were just like, oh, she went with McCavity. And then it's like, oh, okay. Don't yeah. know what that means. Yeah. She's sad looking. She yeah. has dementia or something. I don't know. Yeah. A big one thing I want to add with mine is that I think one thing I will have is that the for a period of time, the Grizabella, who's dejected from the time, I think even walks the path with McCavity because um, he's the only one who maybe could feel her well, make her feel welcome because he hates the society as much as she does. Huh. But she dejects against what against it when she realizes he's based on hate when hers more is just wanting to be belonged. And we um and in having that i think she even will actually help save the taylor swift style girl who's being seduced by the ideas of mccavity again and um rather than just letting her just hate her fuck herself like she did that was so weird like there was no like hey maybe we're worried about our cat friend who loves the evil cat man yeah, yeah so i just wanted to add that quick continue with yours so you just want to explain shit. So Molly's just going to actually fix the movie. Yeah. I completely changed it and didn't even write the film at all. I think. Okay, first off, or second, whatever, thirdly, McCavity needs to be more evil. Like, he was not a good villain at all. He needs to get his, get it together. I think he needs to start killing people. Okay, I have a plan. I thought he was killing them to begin with. And yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. I was like, yeah, I like that. And then they were on a boat. And I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty dumb. And I then mean... how they got out of the boat. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think, so I think it should like, whatever, should start whatever, how it is. And then when Rebel Wilson comes on, he, she could like start trying to sing it. And then McCaffrey could come just kill her. <laughs> so I don't have to go through 
that song. <laughs> so she's about to sing, and then when he, she tries to do her first weird tap dancing thing, she gets tapped on the shoulder. She turns and gets like just yeah. throat gutted. He whips out the claws. Whips out the claws. Immediately oh. kills him. Kills her and just looks and just goes whoo and then turns turns into dust. Yeah, he could have some like <laughs> Freddy Krueger claws. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think. yeah. McCavity just needs to be a full-on serial killer who murders all the worst characters of the film. So, which means that he cuts off the cool train cat's legs the second he starts to tap dance. Oh no, that was the best part. <laughs> no, it wasn't. There's a cat. They did tap dance someone to death though, so that yeah, was something. That was good. Who yeah. did they tap dance? Who was that? that old guy. No, no, old guy Ray Winston. Oh, the... I don't know why he was in that film. The, the old English brawler actor. I don't understand how they got him to do such a bizarre role. Yeah. I also think, okay, those two Mungo Jerry and Rumple Stillskin, whatever. Yeah, Rumaton Tugger or something like that. Oh, it's so, <laughs> yeah. so dumb. Okay, I think they should. I don't know. I think there could be a cool thing. Where like all of the cats kind of get fucked, where they go, where they all go into that house and they have some like big musical number. So it's not just the three of them partying. That's pretty awkward. Yeah, a big yeah. thing. And then those two like lock them in there and fuck them with the dog. And then something cooler happens. I don't know how they get out of that mess, but I feel like you want two cats to be eaten by a dog that also <laughs> looks like a person dressed like a dog. I don't know. Maybe one of them starts <laughs> riding the dog. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think this plan out well, but I think it would be cooler if there was actually, like, some kind of conflict in the movie. I want someone in the film to call out Victoria for being a poser-ass fucker yeah. who just starts to sing the chorus after they sang it three times because she's picked it up. You don't get a right to sing until you've seen the performance at least twice. Yeah. Fuck you, Victoria. I think there should be some more conflict. Something else. So it's not just... And the also, Victoria's kindness to Grizabella needs to be better explained. Yeah. You know, because like at one point I'm like, wait, did you make this whole song, her sad song memory about you? Yeah. And then I went, oh, it wasn't until the second time you sang your song after her song that I realized, oh, it's because you're relating your struggle to hers and you see why she's okay. Oh. And I'm like, fuck this. Fuck cats. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Hashtag fuck cats 2020. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. We need to scrap all of, like, the... We like, every single song is just introducing another character. Just scrap all of that. Get rid of all of it. I almost thought they were doing that at the beginning when Mr. Mistopheles couldn't sing his song, like, he and he yeah. completely fell. That was the one weird part, too. The only thing they changed that actually added any narrative importance to the film was Mr. Mistopheles wasn't, like, the first song that was... and wasn't super awesome at the beginning. He had to earn it by just his song. They had to just keep singing he was the best for him to be the best. Yeah. That movie was horrendous. Horrendous. Okay. So there needs to be more McCavity evilness. His henchmen need to be actually evil. I feel like, cut out the whole Taylor Swift character. Taylor Swift character is rough. Especially because we don't know her name. Yeah, we know nothing about her. She no, comes out of nowhere no, at it, the very end. It just it was bizarre. And then on top of that, we don't see her later. Yeah. We just see McCavity go for him, his own to try to jump onto the blimp thing. Also, what the hell was the blimp thing? The whole thing was, like, weird. They're just I think they just need to be... Also, they need to explain the weird, almost, like, orgy magic that makes them convulse dance. Yeah. Like, it was so weird. And then also, Mr. Mistopheles, too much power. Like, he became a god yeah. three seconds after he, like, teleported somebody once. He was controlling fire and Controlling shit. fire. He was flying. He was just... He was teleporting. It was insane. 
Maybe he took McCavity's power. I think he did take, that, take like, McCavity's we power. Maybe McCavity was the last true ma- magician, and having stolen his power, Mr. Mistopheles has built a new generation. Oh, it's like Star Wars. I get it. It's the re- Rise of Skywalker oh. of the Cats series. <laughs> okay. Have, see, it would make more sense if we had seen the first five Cats movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing. We can cut out... Okay, as much as I... There's a full minute of tap dancing. Nothing else. One cat tap dancing. There's... Nothing else is going on. It's probably the best part of the entire film. I'm calling it a film now, also. Oh, damn. It's got cerebral. <laughs> anyway, you could cut that character out. Cut that song out. He had nothing to do with anything. He was the most pointless The character. best part is with the characters that entered too early for when they finally got introduced. And the best... The weirdest part is, there was this one cat... That never got an introduction, who was doing the most legwork. Yeah. He was like the vice president to fucking old Deuteronomy, and he got no credit, no lot, like no acknowledgement. We didn't even get to learn the fucker's name. <laughs> and like, I got the weird feeling that that guy was the only guy in the cast who was an actual like theater legend yeah. because he was weirdly directing the whole film to me. Yeah, and I was. Probably- pretty good he was weirdly good and i was like this guy got shafted the whole film <laughs> i bet he was one of the original actors for this stupid fucking play <laughs> so yeah that was that's that's my thoughts on cats i think if you cut out all of the garbage intro songs and all the characters that are in it for like four seconds and then they all disappear again or they just come at the end and it's like who the heck are you you could actually build some like conflict an actual plot, maybe. Cut the entire staring <laughs> at your face and saying... Yeah, the whole last five minutes needed to go. It should have ended with her going off into Oh, absolutely. Heaven. It was weird, especially because they tried to return to it after, and it was so bad. It didn't make any sense. It was... Terrible film. Terrible. Terrible. Solid go fuck yourself out of 12. <laughs> and... Oh, also make the cats fly... Oh! Oh, the worst part. My bad. The worst part is Edric Elba. Edric, what what's his name? Edris Elba. Edris Elba takes off his fluffy coat, and he's like, "Oh, it's disgusting." Oh he's yeah, naked. he looks. He looks like a. What What did we come up with? The description is if 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 a human was ripped of all of like their defining features, but still looked naked. Yeah, you just use the and put tool. and put shiny. Yeah. On it, and it was terrifying. It was. And Idris Elba, that bastard, has the gall to say that working on the MCU MCU movies was, like, garbage and he hated it and he would never do it again. And he makes this fucking movie. Idris Elba can suck my dick. (laughs) So, fuck you, Idris Elba. This movie was terrible. Everyone in it was awful except the old people for some reason. And, and random guy whose name we don't know. And random guys we damn them who don't know. Also, Mr. Mistopheles looks like fucking logan paul (laughs) so those are all of my comments um if you liked my fantasy bizarre redux of cats or you liked all of the comments molly made feel free to email us in at pitchpodpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on instagram or our facebook page look for pitchpod leave a five-star rating if you got it itunes and yeah these are our thoughts on cats Jellico cats. <laughs> Jellico cats. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good night. <laughs>